Hi, this is Katie Himana from the School of Healthcare Sciences at Cardiff University and today Carol and John tell me their Huntington's disease story and how and why they like to keep active. I've written down a whole list of symptoms that I've, I've noticed and John has amazingly slowly adapted like with, with John being um, very athletic we started using lifts and I'd say to him do you, you want to go down the stairs no and I'd, I'd run down and meet him at the bottom you know and it was just sort of a game now we've got to just go up and down in lifts you know that it's they were really sort of small things because the the balance, the gait, um, slight changes in speech, writing, short-term memory, all those sorts of things, and the driving was appalling. So we, we actually had to give up, well, we, the Royal Wage, all had to give up driving before we even got the diagnosis because he'd also realised the cognitive difficulties. So what was when we spoke to the the chap who diagnosed infringement and he he said uh, I should I shouldn't drive, I should stop driving. But I already sort of realised there's something wrong. So I tapped the driving in beforehand. I the crucial findings such as uh, balance a problem. Yeah, I, I, I used to do lots of running, but because my balance is coordination poor, I can't actually do that now. But that was the thing I used to do the most of. So not being able to run has been quite um, I used to cycle and I fall off the bike so hard. Later on, when I was diagnosed, I really wanted to I had fallen off the bike. So, it's one of the symptoms. So, still trying um, to keep on doing. Some exciting at the gym, but can do things that involve a lot of coordination now, or involve a lot of sort of what I can do, but at least I've got one thing that I sort of know I can do it okay. Not having access
and speech is more difficult. Um, the, the, in terms of cognitive function, when we were doing um, exercise classes, it's more difficult to follow a sequence, so it needs to be a lot slower. And that's that's something we've realised, isn't it? But we've got, we'd say we've had, we go to a gym and they all know Johnny in such a way that they they used to him and they, you know, we just we just look to make sure we overcome the problems rather than anything else. Um, and also we've got urgency in, you know, uh, we're going to the loo. So that sometimes might need to be taken into account. Um, I think only the swallowing has changed. I've got to be careful what I'm eating as well. swallowing is difficult sometimes. I've got to avoid certain foods, such um, an animal sort of things that uh, might cause problems. So I avoid eating. And I think the other bit from my perspective is um, in terms of planning and making decisions. Um, I've just, well, I've, I've always sort of been the, the bossiest one, but in, in terms of, of sometimes like I'll perhaps say to them at least once a week, are you okay with what, what we're doing? Because we have everything planned out so that John knows and I have it all written down. But John isn't really able to make those creative, well, let's go and do this, let's what shall we do? Right. So I'm having to initiate a lot of activities so that they come from me. And I think that's something that if you're a volunteer, you know, this idea of um, not really being particularly engaged and not getting a positive response back, that is part of the condition. I think possibly that might not always come through if that makes sense. Yeah. Sometimes yeah. if you find interested in something, these are the person not interested, it's because it sometimes takes a bit of time to sort of comprehend what is happening. So I'm finding that as so. well. Uh, so conversations with other people, pace, all, all the things you went through before are, are fine for me, but that would be, that, that, that wouldn't happen with John. So you start to see over the years building up strategies. It's amazing how John has adapted to those situations. And I think if you have someone that is meeting John for the first time, that is going, they're going to have a very different impression from family and people that have known him along. So when you go to the gym and the staff there know John and um, they're very helpful. Does the, does the uh, cycling 
But she's very sort of clear about what she says and everything. And because things are sort of repeated and can take a few minutes before change a particular type of activity, I can get I can get the idea of what I'm supposed to be doing before it changes. Whereas with some of the other activities, I find that they change too quickly and or I sort of understand what I'm doing, I know what I'm doing, they move on to something else. But because this lady knows of my condition, she actually I think she makes I get impression she make sure I know what I'm doing. I'd say the instructions are clear from her um, and sometimes she'll come up and she'll say to me, you know, I think she knows that John's doing her, her best so she's not going to make a scene if he's, well she doesn't with anybody but I'll come the instructions and you know 50% perhaps don't listen to her because they're doing their own thing. And she's not going to, she'll just say to me, you know, there's a lot of climbing today. And I know John likes, you know, going fast. Will he mind? And I'm saying, he'll just do his own thing. And she's happy with that because she's been, we've been with her for six or seven years. And we've been doing that three times a week. Well, we'll do it before symptoms came in. So she knew what it was like beforehand. And she knows what I'm now. Um, with um, body pump, um, and we did body balance. We haven't done those for over a year, which is more related to me. But the that that teacher was was brilliant as well. And for um, body balance, she always made sure she got a chair. And there was um, a lady with MS, I think, in that particular, in one of the classes. So during lockdown, for obscure reasons, the cycling wasn't on, but there were other classes. So we did body balance and body pump. And the teacher was well aware. We, we always, you know, we told them about the diagnosis, but they were aware that John wouldn't be following in the routine. So there weren't any issues made to sort of make him feel bad if he wasn't exactly following things. Um, I think I think that the, the instructions when we told them what I had, they knew I was having a problem, but I think they probably didn't really actually know anything about Huntington's itself. But they knew that there was a problem. Yeah, and I think they trusted John to be able to do the best he could. So, yeah, the chair was introduced um, and they did with the body pump and the body balance. It was done by the same teacher. Um, she didn't make John feel uncomfortable. She'd been making suggestions. Um, so and it wouldn't be directed at him, but I knew that it was, you know, it'd be like, if, if you're having struggling with this, just do it at half pace. Or if you are 
so it, it's it's lovely and we've got in terms of what we can go ahead with um at the the gym i i know that we can if john can't manage the stairs in the future there is a lift near where we do spinning where it is located at the moment um and i know they've got um machines that for beds or chairs that we could move on so i'm always looking ahead and i think there would be oh and we've just started stinted pilates and the people that have been taking it two people um one seems more experienced than the other but because we're all there is a large percentage of people with issues related to MS and Parkinson's. John's the only one there with Huntington's and most of them are there with friend or partner, not all of them. Um, they've all had disability training in general and you can cope with that, can't you? Yeah. The pace is slower in terms of the amount of instructions and a couple of weeks ago we had a I really quite like the activities where the young man was doing it was like a boxer size session and he was given numbers so they were all everybody was having to think about order a movement which was quite small and I thought that was really beneficial I you enjoyed it didn't yeah, you yeah the guy was a boxers and so the like a, a boxer summit exercise you had to when you got a particular number set here you had to do a particular punch and sometimes you had to touch your floor if you set it in the number so there was like coordination there as well yeah so that was quite good but yeah i think the difficulty is the way forward and ensuring that for me this would be so useful so i've got an invested interest in this project is helping john to maintain it because john is not a swimmer so that would have been ideal because i enjoy swimming but he's never he hasn't he, well he has now but he he was just all muscle he just can't different ideas aren't they yeah. so mm. just taking up this um chair-based pilates type yoga type just there's ways why do you exercise because of, i always have done so when i was at school i was a member of our local so I'd done the mix since I was little. And uh, I was enjoyed exercise. But it wouldn't case of doing this, I had to. They said I didn't do it. Uh, so that's it. Yeah, and John's got um with the teacher and he was an athletics coach. So when I met him he was coaching athletics twice a week and he was a rugby coach cross country yeah. everything and i'm i'm just 
Like say I'm, I identify as a gym bunny, but I don't look anything like one. So I just love it. I yeah. just moved around. If I don't do get any exercise, that's it. We we do a lot of walking. We just um, we lost our our dog last year, and we've got a puppy who's now fifteen months. So we've got the dog walking. We've got the gardening activities. John's got an allotment. So we're trying to keep everything going. And on the allotment, I have left him. It was, I don't feel comfortable doing it, but I have, because usually there's a couple of people around. They all know, they, they know what the situation is. And I think most of them get heart attacks when he starts wobbling near the greenhouse. But John managed <laughs> to keep himself upright. Right, right. <laughs> Oh, so you do lots of different things then, and, and always have, um, by the sounds of things. Has HD has an impact on the way you think about exercise and, and you've, yeah. Uh, not, not really, no. Uh, but now that I'm limited as to what I can do, I'm not sure how positive I would be in the future if I got even more limited. So what I mean, so I have got positive attitude at the moment, but I'm not sure how positive I would be if I was just I was even more limited as what I could do. Yeah. Yeah, I think that's, it's for me, is it, it's going to be trying to ensure that John has that outlet all the time. That Because swimming would, for me, would be an obvious thing, but I know that isn't what John wants to do. But as long as he can strap himself into a bike, a stationary bike, that's probably going to be okay. Um, and at the moment, you can walk on the treadmill, can't you? Yeah. But it, it was hard because during lockdown, we tried to do um, the NHS 5K, couch to 5K. And I'd had a, a knee operation. Um, but by week three, it was obvious John could not run at all. And I, was, I felt very uncomfortable that we put ourselves through that um, and it wasn't through lack of fitness it just genuinely just couldn't do it anymore and I thought oh, it feels like I've reinforced that but we're just trying to find alternatives I think that is going to be the most important thing to feel that you're still keeping fit yeah so managing to adapt and find strategies to I'm trying to make sure that I've got the level of fitness. The, the, the stationary cycling does help with that. And if I go to the gym, as John said, I can't remain on the treadmill because my coordination is good enough. What, what I can do is is it a walk quickly? And there are sort of 
put the machines as well there that are able to do exercise but not risk my falling off which I think is a thing that I'm sort of most concerned about the end deal falling in on the on the deck. I think that that if if someone's got something they may well have difficulty with the balance of it doesn't say that people mistake drunk, being drunk. So I think that people in the group need to know that that part is not the case, that this person has not a medical problem. You don't have to say that it's something and they need to know that, that it could affect the way that they walk, the perception that other people who don't know there's a problem might have. When, when we're doing walking now, we only walk on the flat, only slight inclines. Um, if you're planning a route, uh, because I suppose with teaching, you're always doing like risk assessments and having had a very elderly mother who, who, who died last Christmas, everything was around the terrain, um, looking at pavements, we quite often hold hands. It gives, um, it's more assurance because we've been advised that um, mobility aids are not useful for people with Huntington's. I think if people have assumed and in the background people have said, you know, they thought John might have Parkinson's, but I think with the declining cognitive function as well, I think people with Parkinson's might not experience that in quite the same way. And I think clear instructions, giving time for answers um, and not misjudging the facial signals. Um, that you might think, well, is, is anything happening? And there is, but <laughs> it's just not always yeah. coming out. I think if, if you're going on, on a walk, they might not be able to understand the signal. The, if someone sort of goes through and explains what the, the route is that we're going to go, then the person might not be able to understand what would be said they go through it perhaps again, again. But then if you've got lots of people in that group that don't have weapons, it might annoy them if they don't know that the person has a problem. So, so for me, I think it was useful that if someone with this joint group, the, the members of the group, know there is a problem. Yeah. Even if they don't say it's HD. The width of the track also has got to be wide, not 
well, showed that mine, it helps if we can walk together, but we've made that, I've made that mistake. <laughs> I'm not going to be walking up a narrow path. Right. And um, we had to get rescued in Cragside in the rock garden because I couldn't cope with John and the dog. So we had someone take the the dog and I thought no this is it so really steep inclines is not going to so it's, but then of course there's going to be a decline in what people can do and I think there's a little bit of me that I realized that I've always done fitness because I want to get fitter or try a target whereas we're now doing it as a, a maintenance. And I think it's hard to think, you know, they're, especially with um, the odd teachers, they're sort of like, not once, you know, they're not bad, but they haven't realized that the things they're saying are like, you're going to be improving. Well, we're not going to be improving. There's got to be a, a, a subtleness there that things might not be getting a load better, but we, we're still trying. And I think, you know, they say, oh, you know, you should be getting up to this level now. And you're thinking, well, no, that's not going to happen. So it's a bit like the ageing process, you know, you're thinking, I'm long enough to be your mother. You know, you're not, that's not going to happen. But um, I think with Huntington's, there needs to be that it is a progressive one and that people setting, you know, people like targets. And after teaching, I hate targets. You can't make targets. Really, it's about maintenance and enjoyment. Which only goes knows that I've got hunting. If, if she didn't know, and um, she was sort of wondering why I wasn't doing what I normally do. Yeah. Okay. Then I think. If she thought that I wasn't trying to write down before, that would put me off doing the exercise. Not that I'm trying. Yeah, she went. So we need to so it makes a difference. Yeah. yeah. I think having a supportive environment is one thing. Um, and recognising limitations and just coming up with positive suggestions about trying to get round it. Thank you both for speaking with me today. 